So on today's podcast, I'm joined by Basil Reynolds. Basil, how are you today? You know, I'm really good today. The sun's shining. I've got a lot of the work that I wanted to get done today done, so in a good place. Good, good. And where in the UK are you talking to me from today? I am based in Liverpool. Oh, okay. You haven't got a Liverpool accent. <laughs> no, I'm a Londoner. Oh, are you? Uh, so am I. So uh, good, to, good to meet you. Yeah, and you, mate. I've been, I've been in Liverpool since 2005. Brilliant. You like it there? Yeah, love it. Love it. I'm a Liverpool fan, so it's all good. Ah, so you're going to win the league this year then? That's right. Come on. <laughs> Number 19. <laughs> it's been a long time in coming, not only in the last sort of like, what was it, 20 or 30 years? 30 years, is it? I don't know. It's too long, too long to remember. But it's even in the last couple of weeks, because obviously the, the title is literally just waiting there to be presented. Alex is like, just give it to him. Yeah, I know that's right, and it's 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 going to be so it's going to be surreal because the stadium will be empty, no no one will be allowed to go and see. It's like everyone will just be celebrating in their own place. It'll be interesting. Yeah, a bit of a virtual cyber party. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so tell us what you get up to and what you do for a business. Well, what I'm I'm a, I'm a coach, but um, what I do because my background's in music, um, I was a rapper in the 1980s, had some success, top of the pops, MTV did quite a bit of touring. I now coach emerging artists and young artists, kind of giving them the skills that they need to manage their lives outside of whether it be the classroom or the industry so that they can thrive in it. Fantastic. And um, how many sort of uh, young people are you looking out for at the moment and sort of coaching? At the moment, I've got six on my books that are part of the Lymph, Lymph Academy, Liverpool Institute. International Music Festival, they have an academy. So there's six artists that I'm looking after at the moment. One, Lydia Hyam, has just released her first single this week and stuff. So yeah, I just find I find it so enjoyable because for me, it's like, I remember some of the mistakes that I made as a young artist and the advice that I didn't get. Facts of not managing my money, some of the decisions that I made that I look back now and I just like, I'm frowning to myself because the decisions I made and that now I can use those mistakes that I made to help build up a young artist. For me, it's like, yeah, I get, I get kind of pumped up about that. It's, just, it's also your chance to, to sort of give back to them as well, isn't it? Because uh, we've all been young. You and I have both been young at some point and uh, you do make mistakes. So to have someone sort of looking out for them and mentoring them and coaching them is, is fantastic, I think. Yeah, definitely. Because to me, it's like, I don't think the world could survive without music. Because even in, in my own life, I can reference songs to different areas of my life. And I think we do that all the time. So for me, sometimes giving back is, is, is so awesome. But also I like to remind young artists as well of their responsibility because they do provide an escape for people. They do provide something that helps people manage their own mental well-being by delivering us good music and great music. So I try and remind them of their responsibilities as well. And the thing is with music at the moment, especially what's been going on with the lockdown, I mean, the first thing I saw was people starting having virtual concerts and things like this and using music to get them through the challenging period. So you're absolutely right. It's been a real, um, you know, it's a real key part of people's lives, I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's been awesome to see how many musicians have been given back by doing free concerts online and stuff like that. And to me, it's just, it's just amazing because it's just shown how everybody regardless of 
where their status is in, in society have just wanted to give back. It's been brilliant. Brilliant. So talking about Lydia, what, what sort of um, music, what sort of genre is it that she's, um, she's just released? She, she's, very, she's kind of folky, folky pop. It's okay. really deep and meaningful stuff. She's really trying to appeal to um, young girls that have like anxiety and things, things like that and really just encourage them and build them up. And what about any of the other, uh, the other students or what, do, you, do you call them students, do you? Or? It's funny, you know, I, you know, I call them emerging artists, you know, it's funny, but they are, they are students, but they probably don't like, they probably prefer to be called artists. I've got one of them's a, a rapper, one's a spoken word artist. We've got a young guy called Michael. He's an um, acoustic singer, sings acoustically, really. He's 16 years old and he's got the voice of a 25-year-old. He's really good, very similar to like Ed Sheeran because he's got bright red hair. And then... <laughs> We've got this other guy, Aldo, and he is, he's like Prince. That's the only way I could describe his vibe. He'll walk onto stage and he comes on barefoot. And he's just, he's just out there, but he's such a great artist. So real wide range. You've got some real emerging talent coming through the ranks and we've got some great yeah. music to listen to as we go forward. Yeah, that's right, that's right. And, that's and, to, and also to, to respect what they do as well, to try and help them to understand what they do it's not throw away and it's it's not just something to take lightly but it's like a privilege to be able to perform and make music yeah i mean music such a you, you know you've got to be talented to perform music haven't you but be able to perform and sing i mean i failed both at school let's be fair i'm not the best but you know to be able to be able to perform sing write compose everything it's such, such a gift i think yeah, I agree. I agree. I couldn't sing a note. That's why I rapped. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still rapping now? No. No? O only in front of the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> With a hairbrush, yeah. <laughs> the kids would kill me. As soon as they hear me, they're like, Dad, stop. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> what about the book? Because you've written a book, I believe. Yeah, it's called Finding the Music Inside. Because... Um, I've always wanted to, to write a book about my time in, in hip hop rap because I was part of that first generation of UK rappers. So it's like, they called us the UK pioneers. So I wanted to write that story. But then after I'd done a lot of um, coaching courses, like I'd done John Haynes's um, international coaching course. So I'm now a master coach. I wanted the book to have a coaching edge to it so that it wasn't just something to read and learn about my past but it's also something where it can give them a coaching a coaching message where people can go and chase their dream so for me i kind of amalgamated the two and called it finding the music inside and then i reference key times in my journey and use that to deliver a coaching message and who's the book sort of aimed at is it aimed at sort of young people wanting to come into music is it no it's you know it's aimed at anyone so whatever someone anyone with a dream Okay. Really? So, so if, if, some, if you've got a dream or a passion or desire and you might think, well, I can't do that, the book's for you because it's just an encouragement to really just to take that leap of faith and, and, and chase your, your passion and pursue your passion. So I'm going to ask you a quite straightforward question now. Will the book help? Will it help me? Will it help me find my talent inside? Um, I would have said yes, but I think you found your talent. Have I? I think you're multi-talented. I think 
this, when I listen to you doing the poppy design, even like you're doing a podcast, you're doing a radio show, I think you're quite multi-talented. So I think, I think your music is impacting lives and making a difference in people's lives because you do that on so many different fronts. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think we can all do that. We can all have an impact somewhere. And obviously, you know, where you've been as well, you know, it, it's all, especially for younger people, to be able to sort of kind of look up to a role model. I mean, I'm in my mid-40s, and to be able to sort of play a, a role in young people's lives, especially with the radio station, because it, they're all sort of like 16 to 23-year-olds. and they, they keep me young. They keep me um, moving. They keep me motivated as well. But yeah. it's, just, it's just great to be around them because... We, we have good fun as well. And, and, and to be fair as well, I, I totally respect them because they are teaching me something I never, ever thought I'd be involved in, in, in the radio. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I, I'm, every time they say, oh, no, don't do this, I'm like, oh, do you know what? I'm old enough to be your dad, but I'm going to listen <laughs> to you. And they're right. You know, so the, it's, it's great to be around them. And, they, you know, they keep me motivated and, and young, so it's good. Yeah, and I think it's good as well because funny, my son, my oldest He's 21. And, and one thing he keep, he says to me, because he, 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 he's a producer and he wants to be a DJ, so he's been really working at his craft. But he says, for his age group, they're not around enough entrepreneurs that are older where they can learn from. Because he goes, they're, a lot of them in that generation, he goes, we're not, they're not readers. They want it quick. It's, mm. it's, for them, it's, it takes too long. So for, for those young people in that radio station to be around you, a successful businessman as well, the impact of that is like so far reaching. Yeah, it's good. I mean, they're, they're, they're good kids as well. Oh, sorry, you good young people, should I say? To Every time I call them kids, they always have a go at me. But they, um, they had a bit of a joke with me the other day. They said, we're going to do a Who's Baby competition. Um, we need you to send in a, a baby photo of you so we can actually, you know, try and have a bit of fun. So I thought, okay, I'll, I'll take part. I said, the only problem is, I said, I was born in 1973. So my, um, my baby photo is going to be in black and white. So they said, well, we're easily going to know who you are then, aren't we? And then we said, I'll tell you what, to make it fair, we'll make them all black and white. So I spoke to my mum and I said, look, mum, send me a baby photo. And she found one in colour. And I was like, oh, no, so she's going to done everybody's in black and white. And I sent mine over to, to her. And they said, Simon, what are you doing? I said, I don't know, that's what mum sent me. But, but no, it's good to work around them. And um, yeah, I love, the, yeah, they mean a lot to me. I love being around them. And um, yeah, we're, we're actually looking at putting them on um, an online music festival at the moment because uh, the local music festival we've got going on here is, is, has been cancelled because of uh, obviously the lockdown and COVID and everything. And um, we're looking to try and get something internet broadcast, hopefully at the end of this month. So, oh, wow, brilliant. Yeah, it's, it's a new thing as well. And it gives them something to play with and also, you know, showcase their talents as well as young people to be able to say, right, you know, we can produce this, we can get, um, you, you know, some form of internet broadcast channel going and get people sort of you know, presenting their little bit from the living rooms and things. So I, I don't know what they're going to come up with. But, you know, just to be around them, it's great. And it, it just keeps, as I said, it just keeps me full of energy and keeps me young as well. Yeah, uh, I totally agree because, I don't know, for me, sometimes I being the age I am, because I was born I was born 1966, so you can kind of get into a way of thinking. But as soon as you start getting around the younger people, it's refreshing because they don't think the way we, I, I think and stuff like that. So you kind of like have to adopt a different way of thinking. You're right, it does keep you younger, definitely. Yeah, it does that. It also keeps us on our toes. But also we, we know we're doing, we, you know, you and I both, we're not old enough to, to know everything because no one ever really does, but we, we're still young enough to learn ourselves, but we're also yeah. old enough to know that we've played an impact on people. So, um, so it's great. And obviously, you know, young people these days, they, 
they, they do sometimes need to reach out to that older head. So, uh, you know, it's great to, to hear what you're doing for them and, um, and helping them come through the ranks. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So that's my goal, just to, because one of the things that I would say really is that one of the things that probably has made me the most upset is, is, is the likes of like Amy Winehouse and, 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 and the artists that you see implode. And a lot of the time, even like Avicii, that at, at what could be like the top of their game, and yet something's happening in their life, their personal lives, that they feel that they got to end it all. It's like, for me, I'd love to be able to make that difference in like emerging artists' lives and young artists' lives that you can help them navigate their way through any type of turmoil that they could face in the future and come through the other side stronger and better. So that's really my, my goal and motivation. Yeah, and how long have you been doing this? I've been doing this now for like four or five years, but now it's, it's kind of, as my learning and education has grown, it's become more effective. So now I'd say it's a lot more effective than it was when I started. Because what I do now, I do like, because of the lockdown, I'm doing Monday morning Zoom sessions with them now, our Zoom session. And really it's just to, what I've learned the best way with them is to create a, a space for a conversation. That's what we kind of call it. We create a space for a conversation where they can talk about anything that's going on in their lives. And then we can also talk about things that they can do in their careers that can help them grow. Yeah, brilliant. Well, well done you. And obviously they'll look back at their lives, won't they, and say, you know, all this help and support we had wasn't, you know, from our family and, and friends. It was for someone external, which kind of understood us. And, and that's probably had a massive impact on their lives, I'd imagine. Yeah, yes. Yeah, that's right. Because the feedback's been really positive. And for me, I just get a buzz from it as well. So I leave the conversations just as buzzing as they are because I love that youthful energy. Like you said earlier, I just love that youthful energy. Yeah. And you're saying about the buzz. I mean, there's nothing better than seeing someone coming on, is there, from where they were and moving them forward to a, a new position. And, and just even if they turn and say, look, thanks for getting me here. I don't want to go any further. But you, as a coach, you get so sort of motivated by it, don't you? Yeah, definitely, because we had one artist that, and they've really suffered from anxiety that happened at, during childhood. And at the start of the lockdown, she had to move back home and deal with face with all that. So over like a couple of weeks, we began talking her way through to the point that she came totally full circle. And now she's really enjoying that time. And then she's overcome that whole anxiety. And it's, it's almost like dealing with a new person. It's been amazing. Yeah. So what's the plans coming out of lockdown? Are you still going to be able to, well, obviously what you're doing, you can coach anyone anywhere in the world, I'm assuming, can you? Yeah, that's right. So I want to do, keep, I'm going to definitely keep the like online coaching, but I really want to get back into um, like going into places like the Lippard University, like the access to music colleges, and just really just begin to do some masterclasses with, with, with the emerging music, music um, artists, just to really get them to, focus yeah on their professional development but put as much time into their personal development really so that's going to be kind of my mantra going forward after hopefully when things go back to where we can meet in spaces yeah because has it affected you much with what you do with the, with the lockdown and things yeah yeah because i was i just finished uh preparing master classes to take into the unis and as soon as this hit it was just it's all been put on hold so just wait. A lot of people are saying, you know, when when this is over, then we'll 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 talk again." And so, really, that that side has really been put on hold. So, really, I've just been keeping the online stuff just to keep me ticking over. 
Yeah. And when you go back to your career, and um, obviously with what you do now, what, what difference would it have made to yourself if you had someone like you with you back in your early days of starting out? I think I would have made some good decisions. I think because even the decision why the reason we, because we ended up with a manager that was more focused on himself than focused on us. And, and really what it was, I just got, we just got taken by the talk of you're going to be this and you're going to be that. So there was really no balance. I had no balance. And um, so thinking back now, I, I would just say to take a step back and then find out what we wanted for our careers, what we'd like in a manager so that we can find, get what we actually wanted and not what just came to us because they saw a quick buck. Yeah. Yeah. Times have definitely changed and I think more sort of mentoring and coaching has appeared over the years and I think for young people as well, they kind of got bored in this digital world where, you know, we, we've, we didn't have the digital world years ago and obviously we can sort of see both sides, can't we? You know, the advantages and the benefits of all this digital media, but also the other side that some people just don't see. So, um, but as I say, well done to you and, you know, I salute you for what, for what you stand for and what you're doing. Oh, brilliant. brilliant. Yeah, I enjoy, I, I enjoy it. I really enjoy it. Because I, I love music. I think music definitely is one of those things that I'll always have. I'll always have. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, love it. Absolutely so you, love it. You tell me about your favourite football team. Come on in. What, what's your favourite music? What, what's, the, what's the band or the group or the, uh, the artist you Oh, know? wow. That's a hard one. I've got a couple of favourite songs, like Get Up, Stand Up, Bob Marley. Yeah. Bob Dylan, The Hurricane. Uh, um, okay. The Lost Boys, their rap group, Lifestyles of the Rich and Shameless. Um, the Gap Band as well. I love Outstanding. Yeah, quite, I'm quite diverse. I, I, I listen to a bit of, I, I love um, scores for films as well. Okay. So pro what, probably one of my favorites is like the score for Trans Transformers, the film. So I, I do like, I'm a big Hans Zimmer fan. Okay. <laughs> Nice. I'm one of those with music with me. I'm a bit of a moody character, so sometimes I use music to get me out of the mood, sometimes to put me into a different headspace or mindset, and that's how I use music. And, you know, I absolutely love it. I mean, again, I listen to most, most you know, popular music, but also sometimes yeah. just chill out and wind down and listen to some classical. You know, it just depends what mood I'm in, really. Yeah, do you know what? That's what I meditate. I meditate over classic, classical. Do you? Okay. Sit back, close my eyes, and just play some classical music. It's, I love it. I yeah. You'd have loved me yesterday. Have you come across David Goggins, the motivational speaker at all? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was listening to one of his things while I was doing the washing up, and I was in this completely different time zone, a different headspace. And I don't know what made me do it, but I was listening to one about fear. And I listened to a lot of his stuff and uh, I thought, do you know what? There's a paddling pool outside. This was 10 o'clock yesterday morning. There's a paddling pool out in the garden full of cold water. I'm going to go and prove to myself I can walk through that without going, oh, it's cold. And I did it. I <laughs> like 10 o'clock on a Sunday morning. So it's just like, oh, oh total madness. But, uh, <laughs> you, you know, it's either that or the fire walking. I thought, no, I'll do the paddling pool. Yeah. It's safer. So, uh, yeah, I'm with you with that. I couldn't do the fire walking. No, 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 that's complete lunatics. But, but um, if anybody wants to get in contact with you, if you listen to this and wants to talk to you at all, how can they get in contact with you? I think probably the best way would be LinkedIn because I've got my um, email and my phone number on LinkedIn. And it's under Basil Reynolds. So yeah, welcome, anyone. So that's B-A-S-I-L and then Reynolds, R-E-Y-N-O-L-D-S, yeah? 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, thanks for joining us today. Really appreciate your time. And um, you know, keep keep supporting these young people, and um, they'll 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 keep delighting us with all their uh, their skills and their musical talents going forward. Definitely, definitely, mate. Definitely. <laughs>